host of the Pin and a Napkin Podcast, the weekly coaching clinic that you can carry around with you in your pocket. Welcome to Foundation Friday number 30, and today we are going to talk about mental toughness and building mental toughness within your program. Um, it, is a, it is a popular topic. It is uh, one of those uh, many topics in coaching where uh, if everybody had the answer, everybody would do it, you know, so how do you build mental toughness? And there's a variety of different ways to do it. Um, I'm going to talk about some things, some overall strategies um, that that we've tried to implement in the past that I've picked up from other people, that I've picked up from readings. Uh, this is not everything, uh, and if you have more questions, feel free to email me. Uh, or if you have thoughts or ideas, uh, look us up on Twitter, a pen and a napkin. Um, but we're just going to talk about mental toughness here. Um, I think it's important that in many ways, you know, mental toughness is learned. It is not something that is inherited. Now, some of it can be inherited based on genetics, uh, based on what we now know to be uh, mental health issues uh, with with certain people. Some people are not as geared towards uh, a lot of the concepts in which uh, mental toughness is necessary for success in athletics, as an example. But in large part, you can learn uh, how to be a mentally tougher person. Um, it is important we as coaches, and, and we know this in ourselves, and we need to remember this in our players, that the toughest opponent of someone is usually themselves, that we are harder on ourselves than anybody is ever going to be on us. So in many ways, we have to look at it as until we conquer ourselves, you're going to have a, a hard time defeating other opponents. Um, so in order to defeat other opponents, you, you have to maintain a, a high level of mental performance and to create the proper mental climate both for yourself and for the group at large okay so what are the what are the three most important mental characteristics that a person can have well number one you have to be self-disciplined uh, if you can't discipline yourself how do you expect to discipline others um, your routine on a daily basis what do you do how do you take care of your responsibilities uh, when faced with certain choices how are you going to uh, you know address those situations uh, personally professionally so forth and so on second thing you have to have a competitive fire you have to want to compete and, and some people uh, are not built uh, to to compete mentally and, and that's okay everybody's different uh, but you do have to have that competitive fire and the third thing is you have to be confident in yourself you have to have a a, a, a measure of self-confidence that you can build upon all right so what are some characteristics of mentally tough competitors I think the number one uh, thing that you have to have in a mentally tough competitor is self-motivation uh, nothing is more difficult to work with for a coach than having a player who is not self-motivated, who is talented but not self-motivated. Uh, a, a phrase that has been used by myself and many other people, if I have to work hard to get you to work hard, it's probably not going to work, uh, and something along those lines. And, and when you have to work really hard to get a talented person to work really hard, 
it's 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 probably not going to work. It's going to be a difficult situation for you and for the player, for the athlete. It is great when you have a player that is is positive but realistic. Um, you know, when I was a kid, I thought I was going to be the next Michael Jordan, as did millions of, of other kids. It was a positive thought, but pretty unrealistic. Um, you know, what are your realistic ideals? Where do you really think this can fit in? Uh, what can you do um, to, to achieve goals that are realistic goals and that were positive as we go to try and achieve those goals? Um, two things here. Uh, people that are controlled of their emotions and they're calm and relaxed under fire. Um, you know, two, two people in two different ways that they do this. Uh, Bill Belichick, Greg Popovich, um, you know, two guys, and these are guys at the highest levels, uh, but they're but they're calm, they're they're relaxed under fire. Uh, you'll notice if you think back to your teams, your players that are most emotional off the court are usually some of your most inconsistent players. Um, and usually some of the athletes that you have are kind of the steadiest people off the court. Those are the ones that you can consistently count upon. All right. Determined people, determined players, players that have grit, uh, players that are, as we said, self-motivated, that set goals and look to achieve them. Those are going to be your mentally tough competitors. Again, self-confidence, another big one there as well. Something that you know, you can build upon and uh, they feel good about themselves and you can help them feel even better about themselves. Now, there's a difference between confidence and cockiness. You, you can't be cocky, but you need to be confident. You, you think well about yourselves, but you, you think even better about others. And you, and you take your confidence and you implement that confidence and you try to share that confidence with other players. And, and that was, for example, coming off the last dance here, that was the difference between Michael Jordan as a younger player and that difference in him as an older player, especially with playing with role players like Steve Kerr and Judd Bushler and Scott Burrell and those type of guys. So that's how you do it. The first thing uh, that you need to do is, is you need to clear the situation in your head. To focus on the moment, uh, what a lot of people now today are calling mindfulness. I like to use the phrase, yesterday's over with, tomorrow's not here yet, so let's just focus on today. And within that concept, uh, the last play is over, the next play isn't here yet, so let's just focus on this play right here. You know, Saban calls it the process. Uh, though, you know, that type of concept. And, and pressure is only what you make of it in your head. Anxiousness, anxiety are only the things that you make of it in your head that build up that anticipation for things. So the only difference, and here's the famous scene from Hoosiers when they get to Hinklefield House and and Gene Hackman has a couple of guys get out the, the tape measure and the free throw line is 15 feet away from the rim and the rim is still 10 feet off of the ground. A great example of these are the same dimensions that we play with back in Hickory as we're going to play in tonight or tomorrow night, um, whatever the setting is in the movie. So pressure is what you create of it and, and, and your own mental thoughts. So how do you overcome that? You change your thought process to reduce the stress. 
And instead of saying, for example, what if I don't do well, or the whole game rests on me, blah, 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 you say, hey, I love tough situations. Uh, the tougher the situation, the better I perform. I look forward to this. I love to compete. For me, it's all about the competition and putting my best foot forward. I'm going to focus on being a winner. Uh, these are these are the thoughts that, that you need to to put into your own head and put and, and and have your players and teach your players to embrace this. Adversity is an opportunity for growth, a challenge. Instead of looking at a challenge as something that is very difficult to to slay or to uh, you know overcome, you look at it as a terrific challenge of opportunity, an opportunity for growth. You're going in and you're playing the number one team in the state. And instead of going, oh my gosh, we've got to play West High. They're the number one team in the state. And they got Jimmy Smith and Marcus Jones and all of these great players. And I don't know how we're going to match up and how we're going to do this. You start selling to your team. This is a great opportunity. Only one team in the state gets a chance to play West High on Friday night, and it's us. And they're supposed to be the best, and now we get to challenge ourselves to see what we look like against what everybody else thinks of the best. Adopt the stance of loving the challenge, having a positive mindset. It's a great opportunity. It is an opportunity to thrive and to show people what you're made of. Sell it as an opportunity of we get an opportunity here. This is all about us. It's not about West High. It's about us having the opportunity to show people what we're made of. And when you start selling that in that manner, it changes the mindset of your team, which will give them more confidence, which will then give them the opportunity to make themselves into better performers and the better they perform. And all it takes is that one breakthrough. And you get that one breakthrough, that one positive thing. Think of Tommy Boy when he finally got the chicken wings, and that gave him the confidence to sell brake pads. That's all you need. Second movie reference in one podcast. What are other ways that you can adopt a positive mindset and build mental toughness? First of all, you develop rituals. You get into a rhythm, and this comes back to your own self-discipline as a coach. What is our rhythm the day before a game? Uh, What is uh, how do we go through preparing for every team? And you prepare for every team the same way. You you don't prepare for your worst team on the schedule one way, and you prepare for West High, the best team on your schedule, a different way. No, you're over-exemplifying that. You're putting too much emphasis on it. You've got to prepare for East High, the worst team on your on your schedule, the same way that you prepare for West High, because then it becomes a routine. It becomes a ritual. Your game day ritual needs to be the same. Everything is the same, and you focus on the ritual itself. You tell your teams to play in the now, enjoy the competition. Start thinking about your attitude. The only you can control, the only one of the things you can only control is your attitude, your mental mindset. Those are the things that you can control. Focus on the moment. Okay. What are things you can do within your program strategically that can emphasize a mentally tough program? Well, number one, an aggressive defense. An aggressive defense will implement and an aggressive mindset and that's the best way that's the best way you can make that leap into a mentally tough group attacking offense now i think it's easier in my own opinion is you can become better defensively more quickly than you can offensively because there's more skill involved offensively but an attacking offense and attacking an aggressive defense are two ways that you can do that within those concepts setting hard screens 
you can improve your offensive performance by screening well and setting good, hard John Stockton-like screens. It's a lost art setting the screen. As we get into all the ball handling and the shooting and the dribble drive and all these other ideas, setting great screens will help your offense. And if you tell a kid who's maybe not a great scorer, you want to be, if you've got two kids that can score, sell your other three kids on setting good, hard screens because if you set a good, hard screen, more often than not, the person that really ends up getting open is the screener because they got to help so much on the cutter. Have consistent, intense practices to build depth, to sub a lot in games, and if you sub a lot in games, it gives kids more of a carrot at the end of the stick to get time in competitions. Make your practices like games and make your games like practices. And then I mentioned this uh, previously. Uh, this is a Bobby Knight quote. Mental is to physical as four is to one. And the story that is often used uh, by Don Meyer is you, you have to be mentally tough every day. And mental toughness eventually wins out. He often tells the story, or he told the story, excuse me, of the lion and the gazelle. Both of them have to survive. Who's going to win today? And the lion has to get to the gazelle in order to survive. The gazelle has to stay away from the lion in order to survive. Who's going to win? And that's the way you need to sell it to your team. Okay. Again, if you're listening, you're on iTunes or SoundCloud. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, like, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, forward this out to to like-minded people. Uh, I, I, I'm so, again, thrilled and honored to have so many people that have reached out to me. Again, if you have questions, comments, suggestions, ideas, email me, a pen and a napkin at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, a pen and a napkin. Daily coaching tidbits out there every day on a pen and a napkin. So follow us there. Coaches, build on your mental toughness. Stay safe. And as always, be sure to hone your craft one day at a time.